enjoying life over the road, a community that champions adventure, innovation, and well-being. Welcome back to Enjoying Life OTR. My name is Cindy Tunstall, and I'm your host. Well, today's show is going to be a little different. It's just me here today, but I wanted to check in with you. I've been MIA, and I haven't been very consistent in my posting, but I've been working hard trying to um, keep my head above water. You know, rates have been horrible, so I've been traveling and trying to just make the most of things, And um, but busy, 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 and also getting ready for um, the holidays. So, um, But anyway, it's great to be with you today, and um, I've got some stories I want to share. I'm making some changes to the show and um, updating some things on my app and hopefully making that a little user-friendly for you. So um, if you haven't seen my app yet, it's called Enjoying Life OTR. It's a social network that's designed for truckers and um, you know, a place where we can put our favorite stops and make um, Make some suggestions and share, you know, some fun things that we've been able to do outside the truck and uh, make recommendations. You know, when you get to do something fun when you're traveling, you know, we don't get to do that often. But when we do, you know, we find, you know, some good truck parking or a good restaurant that's, you know, very trucker friendly and easy to get in and out of. You know, we want to share those things with other people. So, um, you know, other drivers will be able to find those things. So um, great place for us to share our adventures. So enjoying Life OTR app. It's free. It's, you know, wherever you uh, download your apps, it's easy to um, get that and sign up for a free account. So I um, look forward to connecting with you there. Um, also, um, you don't have a guest today, so I thought I would tell you one of my little crazy trucker adventures and, um, you know, I'll get a kick out of this story. <laughs> it's a little, little bit crazy. Um, many of you know I drive a 26-foot box truck, and um, I've been driving since early um, 2020. Um, I, I do OTR. Um, I don't have a sleeper in my truck, so yes, I stay in hotels, and um, I, I love the opportunity to travel. I love to be able to see different parts of the country, and um, as you can tell, I'm a southern girl. I'm from Texas, but um, I do love to travel and get to sightsee, and um, I do that as much as I can, and as much as the um, freight rates will allow me to do that. You know, I have some shippers out of Texas that keep me busy, but um, I also love to travel. So I've been doing a little of that. Um, recently, I made a trip to Chicago last week. I had a um, delivery there and then uh, a pickup that brought back to Texas. So um, I was getting that handled and I was driving into the city um, late in the afternoon and I had some time. So I wanted to go check out my delivery. I was delivering to a hotel downtown and the receiver hadn't given me really good instructions about where to go. And, you know, I had looked at it on satellite view and um, I knew it was going to be tricky. You know, I'm like, I don't know where their dock is. And I was so I was driving down there. I was just going to scope it out real quick for since I had a few hours on my clock. So um, I did that and that wasn't helpful. I ended up having to call the hotel and they gave me instructions for the morning. And um, so I'll tell you about that later. But um, so after I left the hotel area, I'm like, I'm going to grab something to eat. You know, I've heard lots of good things about the food in um, Chicago. So I was looking forward to trying some local favorite places and just looking for a place to stop and um, looking for a place that had truck parking. And, you know, that was challenging, of course, and wasn't going very well so everywhere I was turning you know I knew there's these all these low bridges in Chicago so I don't have a trucker's GPS and I, I know I should and I, it's stupid that I haven't but you know honestly I've been driving since you know early 2020 and I'm just super careful in my truck I watch signs and I try to look ahead at my route and um, you know just to be careful and um you know, it just hasn't been an issue. So um, anyway, um, Chicago proved to be a challenge. Um, you know, they have all those low the trains with all the low bridges. So there's all these places you can't take the truck. And 
you know, and I'm from Dallas area, so it's not like I'm, I'm not used to driving in a big city. And, you know, I used to live in Houston. And, you know, so it's not like I've never, you know, managed myself in a big city. So that part wasn't terribly new. But, you know, just it, Chicago's different. So and it was wet and rainy. And, you know, all the pedestrians are wearing covered in, you know, black coats and black hoodies. And it's dark and rainy. And there's bicyclers. They have bicycle tracks, like, all along the city. And so I'm like, it's just so many challenges down there trying to maneuver and you know not hurt anyone <laughs> anyway or hit a bridge which you know all of it's terrible so anyway adrenaline's pumping I'm trying to be super careful I had the music off I wasn't talking on the phone or anything paying really close attention to my driving and also wanting to get something to eat and anyway so I keep trying I'm realizing I'm running parallel to this train and I'm like not gonna I need to cross over and you know to get to my hotel and you know I want to get out of the city so I'm like, okay, this isn't working. So I look, I stop, and I, I look, and I'm like, okay, there's some crossroads that run parallel. So I'm just going to turn down one of these side streets and um, cut back around and, you know, basically drive around the block was my goal. Anyway, so it's late. You know, it's about, I think this was about 4.30 in the afternoon when I'm trying trying to do this. So everybody's coming home, and there's so much traffic, and it's so crazy congested. Well, I turn down this little two-lane road, and there's cars parked down both sides of the the road. There's no sign, by the way, about uh, the upcoming you know bridge or any conflicts. I knew I had several blocks. I had several options where I could turn off, you know, before I'd have to worry about you know crossing into that train. So I wasn't worried. I get down there. I'm like, there's cars parked on every corner. The cars on both sides are parked right up next to the street. So. You know, there's no way, even me pulling into the left lane, there's no way I'm going to make that right turn. And I tried. I was inching back and forth. I'm like, yeah, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to work. So I'm like, well, let me try the next one. You know, maybe. And I'm knocking on the neighbor's doors. I'm trying to see, is that your car? Is that your car? You know, that didn't work. <laughs> anyway, everybody was very nice. But I was like, I know I screwed up. I'm not, I shouldn't be down here. Anyway, but everybody was very nice trying to help me. And they were trying to figure out whose car was. And I was like, yeah, you're not going to be able to make that turn with that car there. And, you know, we were trying and it just wasn't working. So I'm like, so I just tried to go down the next block. Well, next thing I know, I'm down at the end of the street. I had driven down about three or four blocks trying to find a place to turn around, and there's nothing. And now I've reached the bridge. I'm at a, a, a bridge up ahead of me, a block away, about with a 12-foot you know, warning clearance sign. The, the clearance is 12-foot-6, I think it was. My, my truck is 13 feet. So I sit there, and I've got my hazards on. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm debating, should I call the police, the non-emergency police line? I mean, like, am I going to get a ticket for this? All these things are racing through my mind. I'm like, am I going to be able to back out? Well, I decided to just go for it. I'm just going to go back. I'm going to back up, you know, and there's cars. Everybody's coming home. So I would just put my, put it in reverse, beep, 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 you know, and I'd creep a few feet down the road and backwards. <laughs> and um, when I see a car come in, I'd, you know, pop up my hazards and, you know, I'm watching for the parked cars, maybe that hopefully nobody's trying to back out behind me. And, you know, it was just a nightmare. I mean, a nightmare. I think it took me, I looked at my clock after, I think it took me about 45 minutes to go back down those four blocks. Well, you know, and all the adrenaline is pumping. I'm so exhausted. It's been a long day already driving. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm so mad at myself that I have, you know, got myself in this situation. I'm just, I feel like an idiot, which, you know, I hate that feeling. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm about to pull my hair out. And, of course, I get to the most challenging part of this challenge is that, you know, the most difficult part is that I'm at the four-way stop now where I turned in. And, fortunately, it was a four-way stop. It wasn't a, you know, 
just a two-way. I mean, fortunately, I'll side stop, but there's no way I'm going to back through that intersection, you know, to be able to make that turn. I'm going to need some help. So I hop out of the truck, and there's this little pizzeria there, and I flagged this guy down and asked him if he could help me stop traffic, and he was so great. I mean, everybody was so nice in Chicago. I was just being a dumbass driver, and I just screwed up, and I made a mistake, and, you know, everybody was so helpful, and they were very empathetic, and, you know, most people are going, you should just go out that way, and I'm like, no, I've been that way. There's a bridge down there. (laughs) They're like, oh, that's right. You know, everybody's very nice. Anyway, they were all trying to be very helpful, which I thought was very sweet because I was you know, spent by this point. Anyway, so we got the traffic stopped and, you know, I was, had to back through the intersection into the, you know, the stop behind me. And I had to make sure no cars were coming down that direction so I could get my tail back there. Anyway, I did it. And I thank the guys that helped me. It was so nice. Anyway, I took off and made it back to my hotel and I was emotionally exhausted. You know, I just felt like it's such an idiot. And I was like, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to sleep and I had an early delivery to that hotel. So I managed to get myself asleep. I'm laying in bed going, you're safe. You're okay. Yes. You screwed up, you know, but it's over. Nobody was hurt. You know, no door dings. You didn't hit any cars. You didn't run over any pedestrians. You didn't run into a bridge and do the whole can opener thing on your box. I mean, could have been a lot worse, you know, lesson learned. Okay. Chicago for the win, you know, uh, you know, it was over. And I was just trying to comfort myself to go sleep. I'm like, well, okay, chill out, Cindy, chill out. You know, I was talking to my friends and, you know, they were all telling me I was crazy and, you know, it's okay. It was all good. So I was safe and thankfully nobody was hurt. So I, I lesson learned, you know. So anyway, so um, I get up the next day and I'm trying to go to this hotel and, you know, I had called the hotel. I looked on satellite view, could not see where the docks were and um, come to find out there's a whole underground parking situation underneath the hotel. Well, they give me directions. So I'm real confident the next morning and it's real early. I think I was there at like 6.15, So fortunately before the city got super busy. So I'm turning down the road and it looks so narrow. This, the street looked narrow. It's a little two way turn. I got to go with these cement barriers. And you know, you can't tell cause you're going down a pretty steep ramp. So I couldn't tell by looking like if my truck was going to fit down there. And I was super paranoid now that I'm going to get my truck down there and not be able to get out, you know, cause I'd already had that nightmare experience last so I call the hotel again. I'm like, are you sure my truck's going to fit down there? I mean, I'm, I'm a box truck, but I'm tall like a semi. I'm, you know, 13 feet tall. So are you sure it's going to work? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to be fine. I was like, all right. So I go around the block again, and I end up going down the ramp and headed down to the lower level, right where they told me. I had written down the instructions. So I'm like, I turned right, I turned right. It's supposed to be right here. And, of course, there's no dock. You know, it's just valet parking, and I know the customer or garage parking for the hotel guests. I'm like, what the heck? Well, come to find out, and I'm asking employees, or no, no, you got to go this way. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to end up right back where I am because I'm still thinking, you know, I'm on the lower level. I'm calling the receiver. They're not answering at the dock. And, you know, my contact for the company that's receiving and, you know, um, you know, paid for my ship to my, my, my freight to come down there. He, they're not answering. I'm like, okay, so frustrated. So I'm like, Okay, my Chicago experience so far has not been going great. So um, finally, I see a um, a hotel employee down there, and she goes, "Oh no, no, no! There's a third garage below this one. There's a third level." 
So like there's an underground basement and then the underground basement has another level below it. So there's two levels underneath the city. That's the craziest feeling. And it just felt so weird. It was like the whole city's up there. Anyway, it was very, I didn't like it. Anyway, it was a little bit claustrophobic feeling. Anyway, so I finally make it to my dock and, um, you know, I was just happy to get out of there. So that was my crazy experience. I didn't hear anything and it wasn't terrible. And, you know, I, I know I screwed up. So I'm like, you know, I, I've been fortunate. I've been driving for two years, like I said, and I haven't had a trucker's GPS. And, you know, it does make me, because I don't have one, I'm super careful. I mean, I'm like, very vigilant about watching for signs and you know so many bridges that aren't marked and I just slow down take it slow and you know I'm just very careful because I I know that I might you know I don't want to end up on YouTube as one of these crazy drivers that you know hit the bridge anyway well I've I've learned my lesson so I I was talking to a friend and I finally I'm I'm getting a chuckle's GPS now so good for me I'm like a real I'm like a real driver anyway real professional (laughs) Anyway, well, that was my crazy um, Chicago experience. You know, it wasn't great, but, you know, I'm still learning out here. I've been driving for a couple of years, and like I said, I haven't had any incidents, and I've been really grateful for that. And um, um, But Chicago Chicago is kind of rough. I'm, I am kind of looking forward to it. I thought, you know, I left and I went, I'm, I'm really kind of surprised I don't hear much more talk about, you know, trash talk about driving in Chicago because it was pretty crazy. And, of course, the drivers were aggressive, but that doesn't bother me. I could handle that. You know, I'm used to city driving. but um, And I did think about um, Dan Barnett's episode when I was driving. The whole time when I was driving in there, I remembered his hit and run happened when he was in Chicago. He was driving his um, semi in there in a, a day cab you know, clipped him and he had to chase him down. And but the whole time I was there, I was thinking, man, that would be crazy. I don't know how he did that. But anyway, I was like, Lord, please don't let that happen to me while I'm here. Anyway, I was saying my prayers when I was in Chicago. Anyway, I left. I was like, well, you know, I think I have a little PTSD from Chicago. So I'm like, I still have to kind of settle down. But anyway, but I do look forward to going back and I'm probably not going to go back until the springtime, but there's a lot I want to see and do there and um, lots to explore there. I did get to have some really great pizza when I was there that night. I just, ended up having it delivered to my room because of course I was you know emotionally spent from driving and my I was out of my hours and um, I just couldn't wait to get out of that truck but you know DoorDash came to the rescue you know I'm a fan Um, I do use DoorDash when I'm on the road which is super great I've even used DoorDash when I'm sitting at a um, shipper waiting to get you know assigned a dock and you know when there's delays and um, DoorDash has been pretty great so I don't know if y'all do that when you get tired of truck stop food anyway it's a good option anyway um anyway that's all i got for you today so that was it that's my crazy chicago story i look forward to going back and i'm doing some fun things there when the weather's better but um not not for a while (laughs) and i'll have my trucker's gps all installed and ready to go so i could do it the proper way Anyway, I hope y'all are doing great. You know, I just wanted to hop on here real quick and um, just share one of my little crazy experiences and um, check in with y'all and tell y'all that I've got some good things coming up. Um, I'm trying to get a broker on here. I have a couple that I'm talking to, so I'm going to see if I can um, get a broker on here. I thought it'd be good for us to kind of pick their brains and um, see what see what it's like on the other side of the Raycon. And uh, I know a lot of you have some pretty strong ideas about freight brokers. And, um, but I thought it'd be just good to kind of put them in the hot seat and um, ask some questions and um, get to know a little bit about their life and how they're um, running freight these, these days and running numbers. I know the um, shipping rates are crazy low right now. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about that and um, see what it's like to be a broker in these days and um, kind of pick their brain 
brain a little bit. So if you've got questions for brokers, send them to me. Uh, my email address is in the show notes. It's cindy.tunstall at elotr.com. Um, so shoot me your questions, and we'll see what we can get some answers out of these guys. <laughs> anyway, I think it's going to be a good show. Also trying to get on some um, drivers that um, have um, backgrounds in accounting, and I have a driver that has a background as a diesel mechanic. So I have some great things coming up next year. So y'all stay tuned. Um, I'm also on TikTok now, so I'm trying to get active on there. You know, it's Enjoying Life OTR. So if you're on TikTok, find us on there. And uh, I'd love to um, follow you and see all your great adventures that you're doing on there. And um, if you want to share those on my app, that's great. You know, you could share your link to your TikTok channel. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. So Enjoying Life OTR app, that's free. So check that out. Anyway, I just wanted to get on here real quick and say happy holidays. I hope you guys get to enjoy some downtime and um, enjoy some um, time with your friends and family and get some rest. And as we wrap up this year, um, this 2020 has been 2022 has been a little bit of a challenging year for truckers. So um, I hopefully that things will make a turn in the new year and we'll get to share some things that are doing that are making it work and, um, you know, share some of the good stuff that's happening. You know, the job is stressful. So when we get a chance to get outside the truck and um, we need to celebrate those opportunities and make the most of the opportunity to travel when we can because the work is hard. So anyway, just want to hop on and say I appreciate y'all. Um, y'all be safe out there. And by all means, enjoy the journey. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs>